Welcome to Inner Chambers with Shay Shay. Hello and thank you for tuning in to this new episode of Inner Chambers with Shay Shay. I'm so glad you're here. And um, I just have a question for you. Have you come upon a video or maybe even a blog recently where someone wrote about or they spoke about toxic relationships or toxic friendships and they said that you need to do some cleaning in your life and you need to start removing relationships that are no good for you and it includes sometimes romantic relationships marital relationships sibling relationships your colleagues your business relationships whatever anything that is toxic in your life they're saying remove it get rid of it any person that is doing you no good in life. Now, if you are that person who read this or you heard this and you decided to make this move and begin to remove people from your life, you delete numbers of people that have been toxic in your life I honestly want to applaud you and I think you are on a good path but at the same time I have a different question for you I would like to challenge you this may hurt a little bit that's a warning (laughs) but I want to ask you But what if you're the toxic one? (laughs) What if you are the toxic one? Then what happens? I truly believe that it is very important to analyze our relationships and to see whether there are any form of toxicity involved. We want to even check what are the problems, where, you know, are are these people helping us in life or are they bringing us down? I believe we have to do these checkups regularly. But I also believe that it is as important to check ourselves to see whether we are the problem in those relationships. I think we should ask ourselves, am I the toxic one? Now don't get me wrong. When you're asking yourself this question, it's not to condemn you, it's not to condemn yourself or isolate yourself from people. It's not, you know, to cause you to go on your on a little bubble go inside a little bubble and just makes your make yourself believe that you are the worst person alive. 
No. No, 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 no. That is not why you should ask yourself this question. But it's simply so that you can bring to light behaviors that maybe are causing harm in your relationships with people. And then you can receive the help you need so that you can have success in all your relationships. And trust me, I know that it's super easy to point our finger towards the other person. We want to say that they are the problem. And I also know that it is extremely difficult to look within ourselves and to come face to face with our baggage and our toxic ways. But the fact is that we must all do it. And to be honest with you, I will be the first to say that I need to do this. I need to ask myself, am I the toxic one? Am I being toxic? It doesn't mean that this is your identity, that you are a toxic person, per se. But maybe you have some toxic behaviors. So with that being said, if you will allow me, I would love to share with you a few behaviors to look for when searching yourself to know if you are the toxic one. Number one, you are unable to keep relationships for over a certain period of time. Some people cannot have relationships for more than let's say a year or maybe even less whether that be a friendship or a romantic relationship it doesn't matter they just can't have friends maybe it's a good thing but I believe there are two reasons or maybe more but I will give you two reasons why you may not be able to keep or to maintain healthy relationships. The first one is that I believe there are oftentimes direct demonic attacks on people's relationships. This means that no matter how much you try, you can't keep relationships. And maybe you're just the nicest person. But anytime anyone comes close to you, they can't stay for long. People end up leaving you or rejecting you intentionally or maybe unintentionally. And I believe that it is due to demonic forces that want to keep you feeling lonely and rejected for all of your life. And oftentimes these demonic forces, they'll become very possessive of you. 
and they want no one else to have a relationship with you so in the case of a romantic relationship for example you'll you'll be with this person you'll have intimate moments with them you'll give your body to them but then next thing you know they desert you they're nowhere to be found and then your life consists of you jumping from one romantic relationship to another but yet none of these relationships end in a long-lasting covenant meaning none of them end in marriage so this is what demonic attacks can do to your relationships some people are in this group some people falls into this category of um, reasons why they are unable to maintain healthy relationships the second one that I want to share with you is there are people who have traumatic experiences from past relationships so maybe in previous relationships you were hurt by people so then you developed certain defense mechanisms to keep yourself from getting hurt again and so the the very first time that um, your partner your friend um, your sibling whoever the very first time that they say something or do something that really hurt you you are ready to run from that relationship and so you are unable to maintain healthy relationships you are unable to talk things out get healed forgive and have boundaries and have healthy relationships instead you'll run away and you'll want nothing to do with friendships with romantic relationships with any kind of relationship so this was num uh, reason number one or should I say behavior number one behavior number two is that you are controlling if you're a person who feel like you need complete control over people that you are in relationships with to feel good about yourself then you might be in a toxic zone controlling behaviors often include needing to know the person's whereabouts they must always give you an account of who they're with and what they're doing. And sometimes it goes as far as not allowing the person to be close to anyone else except for you. And other times it may be as simple as just telling them what they should wear or eat on a daily basis. But let me tell you this, unless they've asked for your advice or hired you as their fashion artist or their dietitian. <laughs> I would say 
maybe it's not your place to tell them what to do. And let me tell you this. You might desire such control because of low self-esteem. And maybe you feel like if you don't have control over people, then they won't want to stay in a relationship with you. That they will leave you the moment they get a chance. This is part of your insecurities. It may not be true that they will leave you, but you're so insecure about yourself, you maybe feel like you don't deserve to be loved, you don't deserve for people to um, enjoy being in a relationship with you, and so you self-sabotage, and you want to control and you want to try to keep that relationship but usually it ends up suffocating the person you're in relationship with it ends up being very toxic now the third behavior is that you are manipulative. This is almost similar to being a controlling person. Because when you're when you manipulate, it is also a form of control. You're trying to control a situation. You're trying to get what you want out of a certain situation. You want your needs to be met. And most often, this manipulation happens on an emotional level. Maybe you'll manipulate someone you're in a relationship with by saying phrases like, If you truly loved me, you would do this, you would do that. Or you know, or you know how much I love you. How come you wouldn't do this for me? Or you'll probably say, I've done so much for you. Why couldn't you return the favor? Or what if I was dying? Would you leave me to die? Listen, these are just a few of the things that people may say to manipulate. Sometimes you might even say these things and not even realize that you are being manipulative. But a person who manipulates, to them, it doesn't matter what they need to, to do or to say. It doesn't matter what it is that they say or do. As long as the people that they are in relationships with end up doing what they want them to do, then it doesn't matter. So whether it hurts the person or not, it doesn't matter because the end goal is that the person does what they want them to do.
I hope I'm clear on that one. The fourth one is that you might even use blackmailing or you love using blackmailing <laughs> let's put it that way I believe blackmailing is a form of manipulation because once again it's all about you it's all about getting what you want and so you'll go as far as blackmailing someone to get it that to me is quite toxic if you did not know blackmailing is when you threaten to reveal something private about someone unless they do something for you or sometimes give you a sum of money so in other words you'll reveal something a secret about someone unless they give you a sum of money or unless they do something for you that you want them to do one scenario can be if you threaten to reveal your friend's secret to other people if they don't help you with something Blackmail can even be as simple as threatening to tell your mom that your sibling didn't pass their math test unless that sibling does something for you. These are just a couple of examples of blackmailing. So if you've blackmailed people before or you enjoy blackmailing people, then you are under this category or this is one of your toxic behaviors you are demanding this is the fifth one the fifth behavior if anyone that you are in a relationship with must buy you whatever you want call you five times a day and go with you ev everywhere that you want them to that is a it's a, it's a toxic behavior. These are unrealistic demands. Maybe in the beginning of, you know, your relationship with the person, they might enjoy doing things for you and even with you. But if after a while, when it becomes such a demand or even an expectation, like they have no choice but to do that for you, then it won't end up well. They'll be burned out and it won't be a very good relationship. Now the sixth behavior that you can look for is if you find that you cannot be happy for people you are in relationship with so this sixth behavior is that you are jealous and envious 
So if something good happens to that person, you feel like it should have happened to you instead. And that's a toxic behavior. Because when you are jealous, you are unable to celebrate with people when they have something that you also want. And sometimes you might even try to discourage the person from enjoying what they have by saying negative things about it. For example, if they have an outfit that you wanted to buy, but they're wearing it instead, then you might say things like, "Mm, it doesn't look that good on you. Or, why did you waste your money on that? And you might just try to make them feel guilty about what they have. And let me remind you that jealousy and envy, as the Bible says, it's a form of witchcraft. Now listen, if you've made it this far and you've listened to this podcast and as I'm speaking, You've been seeking your heart and pondering on how you behave in your relationships. Then I'm sure it's because you desire to be a better version of yourself. And it's, it must be because you understand that we always need to allow God to work on us all the days of our lives. And that we're not perfect. So just as much as the person we're in relationship with can be a toxic person, we also can have toxicity. We also can be toxic. And maybe none of these apply to you. As you were listening to me, you were probably thinking, "Mm -mm, that's not me. Then that's amazing. But whether they apply to you or not, I just want you to know that you are strong to point the finger towards yourself and not on others. I know how difficult it is to do that. And I also know that this podcast is not for everyone. Some people may listen to this and think, who does she think she is? Talking about toxic relationships or talking about being a toxic person. Who does she think she is? Well, I'm just a person who knows that I am not perfect. And that I need to be worked on. That I need to seek myself and search my heart to see whether there are anything in my life, whether there's anything or any behavior that I need to work on. So I salute you for choosing to 
pluck the plank out of your own eye before trying to pluck it out of your neighbor's eye. And I want you to know that if you see yourself in any of these behaviors, there's grace for you. There's grace for you to change those behaviors and to start having healthy relationships with people around you. And this podcast is simply to shed light on some of these, you know, toxic behaviors. But the ball is now on your court. You must decide today that you want to change and renew your mind so that your relationships with people around you would flourish and last for a long time. And that is my prayer for you. That you would begin to have healthy relationships all around you. And that you will be a light to those around you. I believe that from today, if you've made this decision to change certain behaviors in your life, that from today, you will begin to see results in your relationships. You will begin to see results in your own self. And in return, your relationships will be healthy. So, I hope you got something out of this podcast today. And until next time, keep abiding in the vine. You are much loved.